Hello, I am Samantha Tomlinson. I am Kevin Tracy, and welcome to Movie Reel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> took us took us forever to actually start recording this one because all of our uh, normal uh, channels of recording just decided not to work. So, yay! <laughs> through the graces painful. of God, we are, yeah, through the graces of God, we are now able to talk to you right now. We are talking to you from beyond. Beyond, oh my God. <laughs> How I am a ghost. The lengths, Fear me, boo. The lengths, the lengths we go to to make a podcast. Yes, because we are committed to you, the people. I don't know why, if this is a bad thing, you said I am a ghost, and the first thing I thought of was SpongeBob's. Oh my gosh, a floating shopping list. I I knew you were going to make some kind of Nickelodeon reference. It was either going to be SpongeBob or Danny Phantom with you. We. Because I know you obsess about the box ghost. Well, I mean, I mean, well, can we can we agree that we both obsess about the boss, the box ghost? It's not specifically me. True, like, it is not specifically for, you. For months, we would just have text conversations of "I am the box ghost." Beware! Beware! <laughs> but uh, oh, for crying out loud! Okay, I just went on to Netflix right now. And my sister changed my profile to Tina, you fat lard. Oh, what a loving sister is I that, have. Is that from Bob's Burgers? No, uh, uh, she doesn't watch Bob's Burgers. Uh, she, It's from Napoleon Dynamite, the, the llama. That should be an episode because I haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Are you serious? I remember when it came out and my sister got mad at me. I don't know how old I was, but I was like elementary school at least. And my sister was mad at me because I didn't really want to go see it. And then my mom took her and afterwards they're like, they didn't like it. So I assumed that I just assumed that it was bad. And then I was noticing that everybody loved Napoleon Dynamite because my parents like my my mom's like or my sister or someone was like, yeah, you didn't miss much. It wasn't good or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay," but everybody around me loves it. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're the weird ones. So I don't know. I think so. I think your families might be the odd one. I mean, it was... I I do admit that I think Napoleon Dynamite was a bit before of its time because it's a really odd type of humor. It's not It's not for everybody. It's a very niche sense of, like, nonsensical humor of kind of anti-jokes, in, yeah. in a sense. It's just, it's just very dry humor of, like, hey, Tina, you fat lord, come get some dinner. And it's just him like feeding a lot his like grandma's llama and it's just I, it's just that weird dialogue that is just so quotable now yeah. that it, it's just it's hilarious now looking back on how big it was back then even though it made no sense back then and that's what made it so funny okay yeah no we are definitely doing that on an episode I'm, I'm, really soon because i did yeah. not know you had not seen that are you really that surprised I, I am. I'm a. I'm very surprised. I'm a oh. little disappointed in you, honestly. You're um, disappointed yeah, because no, I haven't seen it, or because I actually managed to surprise you. Uh, that you haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm. I'm ninety percent sure that it was like I was at like church, like Sunday school, and we all had to like go around and say whatever. And somebody said that their favorite movie was Napoleon Dynamite. And I think that was like one of the first times where I'm like, oh wait, somebody likes that movie. <laughs> like, I did. Yeah, no, I remember. Know. I remember going to Target, and there was just Napoleon Dynamite merchandise everywhere. Like, 
Yeah. It, yeah, and then like um like really close after that, um, Nacho Libre came out, and apparently that was made by the same people, and they were just branding it as like from the studio, from the makers of Napoleon Dynamite brings you Nacho Libre. Do you Jack like Black. Nacho it's Libre? Like, what do you like, Nacho Libre? It's hit or miss with me. I like okay. I like it in like a nostalgic way, kind of like how I'm I'm fond of School of Rock. Okay, I saw it when I was in fifth grade at a sleepover, and I remember it was between Nacho Libre and She's the Man, and I wanted to watch She's the Man, but we ended up watching Nacho Libre, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of stupid. I didn't really like it. Well, but... to be fair, She's the Man is also kind of dumb too. Well, She's the Man is great. I have it on DVD, so I'm so aware of how great it is. <laughs> so, like, she's the man is great. I don't know, but I remember I'm like, I wanted yeah. to see the movie I had seen. I didn't want to watch something new, and then we watched something new, and I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. But then one of my friends, like, loves it. Oh, Actually, oh. it was funny. One of my friends, my friend and her boyfriend dressed up as Nacho and the other guy. It's like, and he, like, carried Nacho, around, I and, think. Yeah, and he carried around corn the whole night. <laughs> Like a yeah, and he, yeah. <laughs> he stabs him too on the eye socket with it at one point. And then somebody, um, one of our friends got drunk and bit part of the corn, and so they took a picture, and you can see like a chunk of corn just is missing. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, so. so 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 remind me, she's the man. That's the one where uh, it's a, based a off of. Bind- Amanda Bynes based off of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night and she okay. her school's um soccer team gets cut and they won't let her that, try out for the boys. That, that, that's right, and she pretends to be her brother while he's in England. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, I remember that now. Um yeah, and, and the her love interest is Channing Tatum, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. No, I remember that very well. And I also remember it a bit more because I was in a play of Twelfth Night. Oh, uh, there's like, a your play of She's the ago. Man. Yeah, no, I was I was in a play production of She's the Man. It, it was it was very old school. It was by some dude named Shakespeare or something. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, it's like Will I Am, but different. <laughs> Will I Am Shakespeare. Oh god. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, we're not here to talk about poetry. We're here to talk about an animated classic, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, coming out uh, at 2018, and one. Uh, Best animated picture of that year, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I remember, I think, watching the Golden Globes last year, and it was going through all of the, like, you know, best animated, what all, all the other, all the animations, whatever, and it was Incredibles 2, and I was like, yeah, and then there was some other movie, and I was like, yo, that one, and then it, and it then it did, like, Into the Spider-Verse, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna win, and it did. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was- I this- mean, when you have the voice talents of both Nick Cage and John Mulaney combined. What a beautiful combo. The, the, <laughs> the possibilities are truly limitless there. So, yeah. So this movie came out last year. Um, it is animated. It's So it's not with in the same universe as like MCU. This is Sony in association yeah, this, with Marvel. Yeah. Um, it, it, this is its own thing. And it, and it very much shows. It, it does have like the classic Spider-Man story of like, you know, guy gets bitten by a radioactive spider and he's like sticking to walls and like it, it's 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 an origin story for the the second spider-man miles morales which i was really happy that they did that because i'm tired of seeing like the peter same parker. story yeah the same story of like peter parker like kind of being done to death like there's yeah there's i gotta Spider-Man. say 
Yeah. Um, so I remember when they were doing Amazing Spider-Man, which this is the which this Spider-Man is Amazing Spider-Man, which I thought was really cool that they were doing that version. But anyway, um, yeah, like I remember like Andrew Garfield, I thought did like a great performance. What I mean, thought he did a good performance. Whatever. It was just kind of why are we getting another Spider-Man? Do we need one? Yeah. And then, um, then they were saying, oh, we need a new one for Avengers. And I think we were all like, why do we need another? Like I was getting annoyed. But then when I watched Civil War and Homecoming, I was like, oh my God, he's, Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man. So I'm like, you know what? I, I'll. I, I agree too. And he, I, he's like actually the proper age for Spider-Man because yes. I felt like to, Tom McGuire was just like, yeah. Was, I mean, to his credit, Tom McGuire did a fantastic job. No, he's great. I just, I watching, I will say that him, it's not, he's very awkward. Like his character itself is yeah. very awkward, which is fine and it works. But yeah, which, which, yeah, which works especially well with the awkward Peter Parker, awkward high school student who's but going Andrew, through changes yeah. that is like, oh, it's like, this isn't a puberty metaphor at all. It's like, I'm sticking to everything. It's like, oh, okay, that's weird. Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, he isn't as, he's, I mean, you know, kind of a social outcast, but he himself is not as awkward. And then yeah, Tom no, he, Holland, he seems, yeah, he's a little cooler. There's just this. Uh, yeah, no, he seems to like know everybody, even though he's like, he's kind of like unfriendly terms with everyone. But even when he's like being bullied by by Flash and that, it's like, okay, he just kind of you're you're not like his favorite target. Whereas like he's like you're like the go to like bully victim, like you're 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 bully bait. Whereas in this one, it just seems like oh, he's just doing he's just a he's just doing this to everybody. You're you're not. Yeah, the number one target yeah. for all the bullies. Um, and he, uh, he, he had like a weird sense. Of, yeah, he had like a weird sense of like charisma to it that was like awkward charm. It's like yes, okay, he was just works. so he was way more confident. I mean, none of it was bad. It was fine. Like I had no problem with it. But then I realized the thing about Tom Holland's Peter Parker and Spider Man that I love so much is that he's the proper age and he is awkward. But it's like yeah. awkward because he's a teenager. Not because, like, like Toby Maguire. As much as we all love Toby Maguire's performance, he is yeah. he is like awkward. He, he will be this awkward forever, even if he wasn't spy. Like that's just yeah. who. He, um. So, I yeah I I thought it was kind of going into this. So the beginning of Into the Spider Verse, getting back yeah, to the movie. Yeah, cause, um, yeah, because yeah, because this is the, your first time seeing it. Yeah, I wanted night. to see it. I had been wanting it yeah. was on my list. I just hadn't gone around to watching it um oh you heard that here first folks we got a movie off of sam's list yeah oh yeah i get to mark it off my list watch it not watch it just not watch it be on like my mental list but not like actually it's not it's not written down your actual list which has happened i will be like oh and yeah it's off my list let's see how many movies i have now like 214 um no no more like did i price it did i price this rise hit is it is it over did did I go over? Is, it is you are way over it's well oh Damn. wait actually you got the numbers right just in the wrong order oh come on i got okay one 124 yes 124 <laughs> oh actually wait i watched this thing too so it's 123 <laughs> okay so Okay, so so getting back to Spider Man, um, uh, this movie focuses on 
uh, Miles Morales, who um, a lot of you kind of know him as like the Black Spider Man because his, uh, his spider suit is like, you know, black and red instead of like, you know, uh, blue and red. And um, it, I read the place. Black Spider Man. I forgot about his suit. I thought you meant because he's black. Well, yeah, he's also. <laughs> no, he, he's. In the movie, they, they explain that he's. Um, his dad is black and his mother is. Um, uh, uh, Mexican. They did not um, explain that at all. I figured that out through context, but I got really confused yeah. because they, he kept saying like "hasta luego," and I thought that was just his yeah. like thing. And then I realized, oh wait, no, his mom is clearly, you know, whether Latino, yeah, Latino or Hispanic. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I got but no. I, 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 I wasn't just going. calling him Black Spiderman because he is black. That's what I, I did. just wanted to make that distinction. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> So he's not Venom. Although people do he's know Black him Spider-Man. as that. <laughs> yeah. He's he's the other Spider-Man. Let's just the yeah, he's like the next Spider-Man. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so I got going into his I thought based on the commercials and stuff, I thought he already was Spider-Man and then all this stuff happens and then he turns out he's not the only one. I think that's what I the general idea I had. Um but no, it's just kind of the same as all the most of the Spider-Man movies we've seen where, you know, normal, awkward guy. Um, so he this is OK, something that I I got to say. So we in the very beginning. Um, oh, actually, the very beginning, if we want to go yeah, start very, the very, very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, OK, very, very beginning. Sp- yeah. So the current spider. So basically every time you meet a new spider person character. They kind of do their whole little comic origin book story, they, origin, they, they, which I yeah. liked. I really liked yeah. that they did that, and it yeah. became no, just it, kind it was, of a, it was a cool joke. Style. And it became just a kind of a joke. Yeah. But when they said, "You know the rest," and then they kept going, which I'm like, "Good," because I don't know the rest. Um, so it's like, well, let me fill you in. <laughs> but um, the animation in this movie is so cool because it looks like a comic book, and they yeah, no, and it's they it's they like gorgeous, like. Where- they, they they actually did this thing where um if you kind of like zoom in far enough you see like individual um dots like you would see in like old like 60s versions of like comic books like it was just uh perforated with dots that were different colors that eventually just turned into the picture and you can kind of see that in like some like aspects of the movie and it kind of shows out uh, a few times whenever like something is like glitching it's like the comic book is like ripping and fusing with like uh, another comic book style, which I thought was really cool how they did that. They mixed styles. Like they had like uh, uh, Peter Porker played by John Mulaney. We'll get um, there. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I also, I, I, this is kind of like spoiler going into it of just like all the different like spider people. But um, I really liked how each spider person was like represented in like a different like art style. Uh, oh yeah. From where they came from that was like completely different to everyone else. Like, uh, like John Mulaney had like this, like, uh, uh, like Looney Tunes style, like mm-hmm. animation. So, so he's, so he's very much like drawn, like, like it kind of looked like, like old school, like hand drawn animation, like very like rubber hose type animation. He was like very loose, very floppy. And there was Penny Parker who was just straight up in anime. anime yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and like, then there was yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah. You, you talk about Nick Cage. <laughs> um, so, it's, well, I mean, we'll 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 get to it again. But basically, yeah. Nick Cage is Spider-Man Noir 
from the yes. 1930s. And he's just very like when we first are introduced to him, they see him and his cape is blowing and they're like, there's no wind in here. We're, we're out. We're in a basement. We're in like an inside. And he's like, the wind follows me everywhere. Like yeah. which, it was yeah. just perfect. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, just, it's just pretty much like if Spider-Man ever became Batman, that's, that's pretty much as close as you're going to get. But um, so yeah, the very, very beginning. So we're introduced. Was it, this is Peter B. Parker. It's, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, who yeah. is the current, this is the Spider-Man of, of New York that everybody yeah. knows. And then we meet Miles Morales, who, uh, his dad's Exists a cop. in that same dimension. Yes, same dimension. Uh, he, his dad's a cop. He doesn't really, he doesn't, being a cop, he's not a big fan of Spider-Man. And, um, so he, and he, so Miles is at a brand new school. He's at, Brooklyn Visions Academy or something. And yeah, he's a smart kid. And he I gotta goes say, to school for smart kids. <laughs> I gotta say though, the the school was a boarding school, and I felt like there was really no reason for it being a boarding school. <laughs> I, I mean, it, the only reason was just probably just so he could get like kind of feel isolated and alone uh, yeah. from his parents because having his like parents in the picture kind of makes it like on like it, uh, an odd dynamic for Spider-Man because Spider-Man Usually the only person he had. Me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't, he, yeah. He has his aunt may and like his whole like origin story revolves around like his uncle Ben dying and like the whole great power comes great responsibility line comes from, but with the dynamic that his parents are both still alive and very much active in his life and like very protective, especially his father, being a, a police officer, it makes that dynamic so much more different where he doesn't have, where he can use his parents as a crutch whenever he's like in a problem. So I really like the idea that they isolated him in a boarding school where he's alone. He, he has okay. no friends there because no one's known him yet. He's yeah. brand new there. So okay. I really do think that the, the idea of putting him in a boarding school was a good choice to kind of, make him feel a little bit more uh, vulnerable as a character. Okay. I just thought personally, I thought it was weird. I was just thinking like, it's a boarding school in Brooklyn and he lives in, and is from Brooklyn. So I just yeah, thought that was weird. Like, I mean, that I is guess- a little weird, but at the same time, it does make his character a bit more. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, it just makes him more vulnerable. And I just thought that was like a really good creative choice for that. Um, so we basically, yeah, very big. Yeah. So, uh, he's yeah awkward in his brand new school and and whatnot and his so his dad keeps has mentioned a couple times like do you want to be like your uncle aaron your uncle aaron and it finally yeah. clicked it finally clicked and i had to look it up to make sure so we do meet his uncle aaron he sneaks out of his dorm to go hang out with him yeah aaron yeah, this is aaron I- davis who is portrayed by donald glover in uh homecoming and yes. he, I remember he and, said, uh, I got a nephew living here. I don't want those weapons. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Oh, you didn't you didn't, you didn't know about I, that connection, did you? I made when I made it. But then I got confused because it said Aaron Davis. And then I yeah. got really mixed up because I'm like his last. But it's Miles Morales. So I guess yeah. he has his mom's last name. Yeah. And so I was um, like, OK, I just his. his <laughs> But but it, but his uncle Aaron in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is portrayed by Mahershala Ali, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Um, who does 
on knockout performance. I, mean, I absolutely love that Mahershala character. It's Mahershala Ali, who, if you're unfamiliar, he won uh, Oscars. He won he won two Oscars for Best Supporting uh, Actor in Moonlight and in Green Book. Uh, yeah, Green Book with uh, Vico Mortensen, yes. right? Yes. Um, yes. I know my Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> that when I, I when I went and saw that the whole time, all I kept thinking of is this guy deflected a sword that was coming right at him. That is all yeah. I was thinking of the whole movie. Um, yeah, Mahershal <clears throat> Lee is awesome in everything he does. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, his, sorry, sorry. No, no, the, sorry. The fact that you just dropped casual Lord of the Rings trivia before me kind of baffles me. <laughs> it's like. Oh my god, she is learning. <laughs> Are you proud? <laughs> Are you proud of me yet, father? I, re- I remember when we were watching Lord of the Rings and Gandalf dies and you said, "Is he dead?" I'm like, "No, he comes back as Gandalf the White." And you were it's so like- proud of me. And then I told you why where and why I know that, and it that proud was just followed by disappointment <laughs> because yeah, I so learned like- that from 17 again with Zac Efron. <laughs> That's the yeah. only reason why I knew that. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Still disappointed. Anyway. All right. So, so yeah, uh, Mahershal yeah. Lee plays uh, Miles Morales' uncle Aaron, and also his uh, has a supervillain identity of the Prowler. Or we don't um, know that yet. Um, so, we do eventually. eventually. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, they're hanging out, and he basically uh, Miles is kind of an, he's an artist. He's kind of rebellious, and he likes you know kind of doing like graffiti and spray paint not to be a jerk but just to be to express himself yeah just yeah yeah, it's it's not really like uh it's not like take that society it's just like yeah no no it's like it's like cool like constructive like uh like graffiti artist yes and uh his so uncle uncle aaron takes him to this like little this remote place in the subway and what and then what's what else what happens a small radioactive spider starts crawling around i wonder what's coming and then it i love it we see it bite him and it like shows like the venom going into his veins and he just like and then it cuts back to miles he just like flicks it off which i would be like ew a spider just bit me i would be somewhat concerned if i felt it it's like also also the spider that you see bite him is like like very vibrantly colored like more so than anything else in that scene and it's like dude i don't know if you know this but mostly colorful spiders are poisonous so you might want to get that checked out your <laughs> mom's enough. a nurse have her look at that fair enough um so then uh um the next he he, he goes <laughs> for like the whole like um awkward getting he his powers up. phase and he every up, origin he's taller movie. yeah he's like a foot taller yeah, no. his pants don't fit oh no and yeah no like literally this like entire scene of like him getting his powers is like taken out of like every comic book movie who like every comic book origin movie of them just discovering their powers are just like them like tri- like fumbling over themselves just like weird awkward superhero puberty that- it's just like Everyone has to go through it. So he's in every yeah. movie. He bumps in. So the previous day, he met the cute new girl who he then bumps into, and it's Gwen Stacy. But she doesn't want to reveal her identity quite yet because we're going to find out that she is also from the other one of the other dimensions, and she's also a yeah. spider person. She um, 
But she's like, she's I'm Gwa- Gwanda. Gwanda from South Africa. And she's like, yes, I'm, I'm African. South African. Sa- South African, <laughs> which is like. Yes, specifically South African. <laughs> She and, puts like so much yeah. emphasis on that, and it's kind of funny and weird. And so, oh, so when that previous the night before, uh, he when he and his uncle are hanging out, and he says, "Yeah, I just talked to the cute new girl," and his uncle's telling him basically a way to flirt with her is to put his put your hand on her shoulder and go, "Hey," which, hey, and he's trying to do it, and he's like, "Just do it," and then he does it, but he's missing the point. That's the way to start the conversation. You don't do it just in the middle of it. Like, wh- what do you what do you expect to happen? I would have, yeah. And she's just like, "Hi," and then just kind of walks Hi. away. Um, yeah, and then and then because he has you know spider hands now and can't control it's his, stuck like, to her hair. <laughs> he like accidentally like gets her. She has to like shave her head. Uh, because part he can't of it. get his hands out of her hair. It was actually cute. Um, I've always really liked that hairstyle, and I was watching this, and I'm like, should I do that to my hair at some point? Like, I was honestly <laughs> considering that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I, I like how this movie inspires you. It's like, I'm going to shave half my head. <laughs> well, it's not like half, like, like I, the, yeah, I know, but like, like the it, lady in, in uh, Spy Kids, but like, just oh god, <laughs> that is a weird visual you put in my head. <laughs> um okay okay. so Um, so so yeah jumping back to where he got bit he is like oh man i is like what what bit me it's like he's like reading through like all these like spider-man comics that his roommate has like wait is this happening to me so it goes back to like where he got bit and finds the spider and it's like oh man it's just a normal spider and then it just starts glitching like seizing out it's like oh this is the normal spider what's going on really quick so there are i guess there are comic books on so somebody based made comic books based on the real spider-man that's you know what I, I mean like yeah that yeah that, that's the one thing i thought was confusing is like wait so does everyone just know that peter parker spider-man in this universe because w- spoiler alert he runs in spider-man in this and spider-man gets killed by the kingpin after he fights like which, uh, uh green goblin and prowler and like he, he basically gets like beat up and killed by the kingpin oh that um, oh that's supposed to be green goblin okay because i'm like he was i mean very different from the willem dafoe performance um yeah no, well there, there's a lot of different interpretations of the green goblin but we'll get into that later so um, yeah so anyway he um so, so yeah, finds but, the spider and then stumbles yeah. upon he's kind of in the wrong place in the wrong time and is in the middle of a battle spider-man's fighting uh, yeah. off versus yeah a roided green goblin who has all of his pumpkin bombs and this isn't like like sam said this isn't like the the willem dafoe performance of green goblin this is a very much uh like mutant green goblin i think is what he's called or like the ultimate green goblin or something like that it's basically norman osborn like the mutated version of him where he just like fully grew like wings and just like became green goblin like full time ah, okay. um i there, there's a lot of like weird go going ons with like uh green goblin and i i can't even keep him straight anymore but yeah it, it's green it's basically it's norman osborne like fully mutated and kind of became like the lizard but he could fly and has pumpkin bombs okay okay yeah fun stuff um, so yeah, so he basically he kind of stumbles. Uh, Miles kind of stumbles into this battle. Uh, gets and he Spider Man saves him, and then realizes he's like, 
he they they can sense they have like their spidey senses and so yeah the, like, the, their spider senses tingle together it's just like wait you're, you're like me like, and i'm like, like you but he's like i thought it was the only one which makes perfect sense but i also kind of think it's not just like they were both born with superpowers and then are yeah. just finding each other I mean, Peter, they were both bit by radioactive spires. So if it can happen to one, it can happen. I don't know. The way, I'm not like that he was, I wasn't, it wasn't that he was surprised that there was someone else. It was just that he's like, whoa, you're like me. I thought it was the only, I don't know. The statement for me just seemed very based on the situation. It's like, it hap- It could happen to someone else. Like, when I you mean, really think yeah, about it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't there's know. There's definitely weirder stuff that goes on in like Spider-Man's world where it's like, yeah, that like you can put that on the back burner. It's like, yeah, could there be other sp- spider people? Probably. I'm not yeah. gonna check. Probably not. Um. So he basically yeah. says like, I'm gonna, I'll help you out. You're gonna be okay. And then um, the fight just uh, doesn't that go doesn't well. Happen. And <laughs> yeah. And the Kingpin just straight up uh, uh or Spider-Man or, in front of Miles. Or really quickly, he gives him. So he's kind of beaten down and uh, Spider-Man gives Miles the hard drive that can shut down. What was the machine the again? Dimen- what was that called? Uh, again? The dimensional, the dimensional collider so, or something like that. And Peter, during his fight with Green Goblin, his head got stuck in it for just a second. So he knows what Kingpin, AKA Wilson Fisk, when he said Kingpin, I was like, Oh, like I will say with stuff that's come out in the last couple of years, so like Kingpin slash Wilson Fisk is the main villain in Daredevil, and yeah. and and then like the all, basically all of these references were definitely if you've seen the def, if you've seen stuff in the last couple of years you'll be fine. So I yeah. kind of well, like. I mean- yeah, they, they they definitely like put like all the big names are out right now of like who's like who's villain and who's the whose hero is to which villain. And um anyway, so yeah, Spider Man basically says, I know what you're trying to do. It is not it's not worth it. It's not it's not gonna work, it's not worth it. And it's not gonna bring them back. He's like back. being very cri- yeah, he's being very cryptic with like what it is. He's like we which never, I, like, which I liked. know. It's like uh, can you fill us in? Audience. And actually, I liked the it because when we did finally figure it out, it it all made sense. But Kingpin kills him. He just like yeah. he just sm- like oh man, he like he also has terrible posture and is very and is very hunched over. That's just I noticed yes. that the whole movie. Um, because he's yes. like <laughs> super giant. But then um, they hear Miles makes a sound. They see it's him. So Kingpin sends the Prowler after him. And then, which happens to be his uncle, which, but or he finds that out later. Yeah, that. yeah, but, no um, one knows that. <laughs> but Miles, um, he manages to escape him. He gets home, and then it's all over the news. Spider Man's dead. Spider Man's dead. And then Spider Man is Peter Parker. P- and yeah, Peter Parker, twenty six, and his wife Mary Jane. I was like, oh. And then I was um, like, oh, they got married. I was Yay. like, oh, that's nice. I'm happy for them. Um, and then yeah. I mean, dead, but yeah. there's like basically like f- like funeral sessions and all that. And yeah. he, oh, uh, real real quick yeah. before like Miles like goes like this like huge like memorial. He goes to a comic oh. book store and buys. This actually, like, when I first saw this in theaters, this kind of like almost made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Um. He 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 goes into a comic book store and buys like a uh, a Spider-Man, Spider-Man costume, costume, 
and the guy he buys it from is is Stan Lee, and it's like I'm I'm gonna miss him. It's like it's like we're gonna miss you too because this was like his last cameo, like before he died, and it was just and oh man. But it's it, also it hit, just me. It, it, he's it, like, I was friends with him, and I was like, oh, like, <laughs> we know we know you were Stan. It, we know, it made we me know. think of when. Yeah, sorry, you go. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it hit, like, weird, it, like, I, I remember, like, being, like, really sad when I heard about Stanley's death, and it, 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 it was, like, really a sad moment, because, like, he affected so many people's lives mm-hmm. throughout all these years, throughout all of Marvel and, like, everything that he's done, and then when I saw this in theaters and I saw that cameo, like, I knew it was coming, and I knew he was going to be in this movie at some point, but, like, the way that they delivered it and like coincided it with Spider-Man's death in this movie, like it, there were too many parallels and it just like, Oh God, this we're going to miss you too, Stan. And there was a very touching like uh quote and uh, in, uh, in memory of Stanley uh, at like the, the very end yeah. of the movie. And it was just th- this movie was for Stan, uh, even though it came out after he had died and mm-hmm. it was a very fitting tribute and of good, solid cameo for him which i gotta say because it's because it's animated and this is the second time this happened because it's animated i completely forget about the stanley cameo i feel like every marvel movie i know there's gonna be a stanley cameo i just always forget about it and <laughs> you, so stanley just sneaks up on you <laughs> pretty much and but i think it made me think of um when he made a cameo in big hero six and we're oh, all like yeah. ah it's just it's like a quick like you meet you go to fred's house and you see a picture a it's portrait just, of his of his parents and it's the dad and we are like of course of course there's still gonna be a stanley cameo in this movie yeah um, actually, and then he shows up at like the end of the movie like i just like talks to like fred is like hey when in doubt inside out and he's like talking about like his like underwear or something <laughs> that was, like that. That's gross. that was gross it's like it's gross, but it's good to have you, Stan. Um, so always good to always good to see you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Spider Man's dead. Everything's everything's bad, and he's wearing the costume now all the time because Spider Man basically said, "I'm gonna help you out," and he died. He just, I think, he feels more alone and more terrified than ever. And he goes to his tombstone, his grave, his grave. Yeah, and who who shows up? Peter Parker. Peter Parker. But this one is has brown hair and has a yeah. gut and is different. And then we get the whole so there's this whole crazy chase because the police um they just see a kid in a Spider-Man costume with a body, so they think that he's dead. And so he's trying to get but he doesn't know how to use his powers, and so he's kind of half he's relying on the half-conscious Spider-Man to get them out and um yeah, because because yeah. Miles accidentally discovers that one of his powers is taser hands. He he can accidentally like touch people and like electrocute them with his like fingertips. He has a lot of powers in this. That yeah yeah no Miles kind of gets like a weird upgrade because he he gets like two additional powers that Spider Man doesn't have, and that's the electric hands and invisibility. He can kind of turn himself invisible on command, and that kind of have like this like adaptive camouflage that some spiders have. Um. Yeah, that that was I'm like that's useful. That's super yeah. useful. Um so then he uh yeah, so he saves Peter and basically we he, find out that this is Peter Parker in from a different dimension who everything was going great and then it basically started sucking. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, he, like he got a divorce from uh, Mary, Mary Jane, Jane his, his living uh, a sad life on his own. And, yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> he, he he starts like he, he's like overweight and has like like this really like odd dad bod going. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like this, bad. Like, they keep pointing out. I'm like, he's not that bad it's not not bad of shape. I think it was just more of a joke to- because his cost suit doesn't really fit that well, but he also it got kind of it kind of got separated from him when he was brought into this other dimension, so he has for sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's wearing sweatpants, and at one point he's wearing two different shoes, like like oh, one's yeah. literally like a sneaker, and one's like a like a like a work boot. It's yeah. Like, oh, t- he looks like a hobo, and he's got like this like like brown like tattered trench coat, and he's like all like disheveled and like unshaved and like unclean. It's just like he. This is Hobo Spider Man. That's what I'm Spider-Man. always going to call him now. Um, is Hobo Spider Man. <laughs> so Mile, he does not want anything to do with what miles is mixed up in and he just kind of wants to like yeah he just he i don't know he he just he doesn't want to be involved he's just done yeah he he, he's the spider-man who gave up hope because pretty much like everything in his life is he's has like given up on him or his like is gone now so it's like there's really no point i kind of just do this because it's the only thing i have left now and it's like i just want to get home so he like takes like the flash ride that can like kind of can turn on and off the a uh, uh, dimensional collider, and it's like, but during their process of like that chase scene, it gets destroyed. So it's like, oh man, now we got to break into the lab and like re-download everything, and then <laughs> that whole thing happens of them running into this dimension's version of Doctor Octopus. So they, yeah, they manage. They get to this. They get to this lab and uh, sneak in and. Peter, of course, what's happening? He's he's str- he can't really use his powers. He doesn't really know how to use them. He just they just he can't unstick to things. He'll just turn invisible, and it'll be yeah, that's this is great. And then he'll be uninvisible when he shouldn't be. Whenever it's um, convenient. Yeah. So it turns out that this whenever woman, it's not convenient. This, so this woman, he that Peter that Miles, I mean, recognizes. He's like, oh yeah, she is some video we watched in my class. She's and turns out she is doc ock in this universe which is pretty cool yep um yeah and she basically is she's working she's working for kingpin trying to get the machine to work um and when i'm trying to think of when we when we learn so kingpin's trying to bring his wife and son back they wouldn't because they they watched him trying to kill somebody yeah but no they watch him fighting spider-man and like try to kill him and they like it's like Wilson, what are you doing? It's like it's like Vanessa, it's like uh, whatever his son's name is. Rich, but they like, said it later. They, they said Richard, which oh yeah, I was I'm Vanessa like oh Vanessa because Vanessa is the woman that he has a relationship with in Daredevil, and yeah. I thought when they had a son, I'm like oh, and then I'm like I, w- I literally was thinking I wonder if the son becomes somebody. Wouldn't that be interesting? Is does he become a villain? Does he become a hero? And then no, because he they die. Yeah, in, in this movie they die. I, I honestly don't remember if like the son of the kingpin ever like becomes a thing in the comics because, admittedly, I don't know that much about the kingpin. I, yeah. I I mostly know about him from you know like Daredevil and like Punisher, like the shows on Netflix mm-hmm. and the like '90s like animated Spider-Man movie, which is on like Disney Plus right now for some reason. Yeah, 
None of the other Spider-Man movies are, are like home. I mean, Homecoming isn't there, but yeah, all the animated ones yeah. are, which I think is yeah, no, yeah. Which honestly, that's kind of like a weird power move because, like, I know like Disney has like the distributing rights for like uh, like Marvel TV, so they have like the licensing rights for Spider-Man through that. But they also somehow have like all like the '90s and like even earlier than that. Like they have like Spider-Man and Friends from like the '70s, I think, on Disney Plus. It's like I'm pretty sure you don't have the rights to like. How do you have the rights to that? Like they had nothing. Like this, as far as I know, Disney had nothing to do with those earlier Spider-Man cartoons, and yet they're all on Disney Plus. There are some movies that are there that I don't know why they're there, and a couple I know are Fox. So I'm like, okay. Sure. Yeah. But then there's some that aren't Fox and aren't Disney, which I'm like, I'm not against it being here. I just don't understand why it's here. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but yeah, um, they, they are they trying to escape. To, like, they're trying to escape from yeah, the place. They, they, Sorry. They just instead of yeah, instead of just steal like downloading everything, they just steal the whole computer and, yeah. just the <laughs> and the monitor and and everything. And then Peter's like, oh yeah, he just we don't like, need the everything. He's like, runs like, hold on, let me take a bagel real quick. It's like, quick, stop him! He took a bagel. <laughs> like that's the thing that like I just thought that was really funny that like all the scientists are like alerted to that like Spider-Man's on the premises after like literally seeing him and like Miles in the break room. It's like, they're not, they're not trying to like stop him because like they're there because they have the computer. I just like the fact that one of the scientists like, stop him. He has a bagel. I gotta go back. I remember that scene. I do not remember that line. Yeah. And, and there's like kind of like a blank and you miss a moment, but like as they're running away, like Miles, like, looks back and throws the bagel at like the scientist oh, yeah. as it makes contact with like the scientist's head instead of like power or like bam like like all those like 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 kind of like adam west like batman sound effects yeah. things like show up it says bagel over his head yeah. like, the, <laughs> yeah. like, it, like it's like instead of, like him getting punched it just says bagel um it's like that was yeah. just really funny and i just like kind of wanted to point that out um, that was funny they does that the whole i mean pretty much yeah it have like yeah screams or like what yeah. or whatever the, you know and it does that which i really like but yeah bagel i thought yeah. that was yeah um yeah, so there this, this whole movie is just full of like visual gags it's and, like, like a com- it's a visual yeah. it's a moving comic book yeah, like, it, yeah exactly um but yeah as, as they're like escaping they is like get all like tied up by like a bunch of webs in the tree it's like wait this isn't for me this isn't for me it's like who did this and in comes spider gwen or spider woman uh, from another another dimension, and so this is the same Gwen he met in class, and we find out she basically yeah was comes from the other dimension, and she she said like something told her or whatever she or she sent like there she was some reason she knew that she has to go to the school yeah, that her, Miles is at, and yeah her her spider sense is like it's like oh like I better go into hiding, and like it kept like my spider senses kept telling me to go to the school. And because so I got blown into last week. <laughs> so in this, uh, in her universe, she, she was a spider woman and Peter Parker is her best friend. And he who, who turns into a lizard and dies. He turns into a lizard. Yeah. Yeah. In, they didn't um, say amazing that. Spider- Not in, in this. Like, they didn't her, say that. In, in her flashback, you see like his like silhouette turn into like the lizard. Oh, and this is this is like like a pre-established like fact in her like origin story okay. is that Peter Parker just straight up turns into the lizard and dies. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking because so, I know in Amazing Spider-Man two, spoiler alert, that he doesn't he can't save Gwen and Gwen dies. 
So I yeah. was like, oh, okay. But um, so yeah. yeah, that's like that's kind of her backstory, and they they get back. They decide where where are they gonna go? They go to Aunt May's uh, house, so where Peter grew up. Which I gotta say, with this and with Homecoming, the last couple of Aunt Mays have been super cool. Like they're yeah. badass and they're tough. Because I mean, uh, Toby Maguire's Aunt May, like I mean, she's really she, like, sweet she, and adorable. But she and like I guess she hits the banker who's trying to steal money after Doc Ock is trying to break into yeah. the bank. But like but other also than that. She's, she, She's like seventy years old. It's like I know. Wait, this is supposed to be your mother's sister. How old I, was your mother? Wait, when I she thought it was. To? I thought it was dad's brother. Well, regardless, yeah, it's I like mean, you, either way. <laughs> yeah, e- either or. But like, it's like, how old were your parents? It's like, it's like, it's like they're they're related to the the Waynes, who are really old and had a really young kid. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, so. I and I will yeah, say they, they every time there. something happened, I was literally wondering. I was like, "What?" And then it was quickly explained, which I really appreciated. So they get to her house, and she sees Peter, and he's she's like, "He's like, this is gonna sound weird." And she's like, "You're from another dimension." He's like, "It's um, like okay, well, that's weird now." <laughs> oh, okay, and I'm like, "Why does she know this?" Because so I guess Peter, first of all, has a super cool like basement. It's kind of like it's like he has a iron, he has like a, it's like it's like Iron Man level kind of of like okay like all his stuff is down in his like this little shed behind the house and who else is there all the other spider people so you have penny parker yeah. spider ham and spider spider-man noir peter, yeah peter Which parker yeah, i gotta Spider-Man say noir. i really hope maybe not right away but at some point i feel like like a movie on spider gwen or spider-man noir like i re- like i want it now because i well there there is a um, animated series on, I think it's like on Disney, like XD or something like that. But it's on Disney Plus called like uh, like Secret Warriors or something like that. And it, like one of the main characters is Spider Gwen in that. And okay. there's like a couple episodes that like are like where she's like the main focus. And it's like some of the other characters are like Patriot, which is like kind of like the protege to Captain America. Uh, uh, squirrel girl uh what, what? She, she's a, she's she's a legit superhero and at one point she did beat thanos i i kid you not her powers are she can talk to squirrels and control squirrels and has the uh like like super like athletic and like has like all these like athletic uh skills did this um, all? Did she get I'm, this? Did she get the, her squirrel abilities after being attacked by squirrels in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory? I don't remember how she got her powers, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I kid you not. There is a there is a superhero called Squirrel Girl, and at one point she beat Thanos. I don't know how she did that. That sounds like all a fake that superhero. That sounds like a, a superhero on like in like the universe of Arthur. Like squirrel girl. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. I, I I I know what you mean, but at the same time, it's like uh I don't know. Uh, uh yeah. No. Uh yeah. Rising Secret Warriors. I'm like looking at that right now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the Squirrel Girl, like Miss, uh, like Miss, uh, no, uh, Miss Marvel or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. They're they're like all in that. Okay, I feel like we've had this. You told me something about Squirrel Girl and Thanos. I feel like something about that sounds familiar, but 
Probably. Okay. I, I'm like, I honestly don't remember how that happened, but I, I remember hearing or like reading about that, like, like, oh, like so, like top ten heroes that beat Thanos, like number three, Squirrel Girl is like, wait, what? <laughs> how did that happen? So not Ant Man uh, defeating him Thanos style. Oh, didn't... we are not talking. We are not talking <laughs> about that one. We will when we get to uh, End Game. <laughs> I am not opening up that can of worms. Um, no, thank you. So anyway, um, can of we, meet, we meet all of the other spider people oh and and so penny parker she's from like the future and she has a telepathic connection with a radioactive radioactive spider that's in a robot and they yes. fight crime and you know we saw we talked about spider ham and uh spider-man noir and so spider ham actually it's, it's super funny um it, i recommend yep. uh, so john mulaney is spider ham and he was on the tonight yes. show he was promoting the movie and he was saying, yeah, I remember this. Hey. Yes. So they didn't tell him because it's Marvel. You know, they didn't tell him anything. He, he literally said, they just said, we can't send you a script or tell you anything about the project. And he's like, so I arrived at a building. And I mean, he's like, honestly, he was worried he was a kidnapping. But yeah. <laughs> um, he said that he basically just recorded and they just told him to have fun. And he was just, you know, being John, like he was just swearing, swearing and like, and then he's like, yeah, um, yeah, they, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't bother telling him that this movie was rated PG. So he had a line where he said, "Like two, like talking to." Where I guess he would have been talking to Miles, saying, "You've been Spider Man for two days. I've been Spider Ham for thirty fucking years." And I guess he said that he, um, um, he said that he then he was like, "Um, what is rated?" And they're like, "PG." He's like, oh, so not one thing I've done said is usable. Uh, no, but that was hilarious. Keep going. Um, yeah. So I we're both. Huge John Mulaney fans. Um, that's yeah. not clear. Uh, so yeah, his voice and then Nick Cage's voice. Both of them just it was just a delight. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just glad that Nick Cage was able to kind of like get out of the shadow of Ghost Rider and reprise a good superhero role. And I'm just waiting for like them to like bring him over to DC because he was originally going to be a uh, uh, Superman in a Tim Burton oh, movie. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's like it's like okay. Now we just need to somehow manage to get him from Marvel to DC. How do we do that? Decisions, decisions. Yeah. So, um, they all decide. They basically right away. They're all like, they're all. So I want to say one thing that I did notice. I was like, there's no explanation for it. Why are why is it only Spider People got sent to dimension? Because Spider Man was like. Like in the beginning of the movie, when like the uh, uh, dimensional collider was on, Norman Osborn or Green Goblin like th- like kind of was like holding Spider Man, like trying to choke him and put his head into the collider. Oh. Like the like the this like he crosses streams with Spider Man and it read his DNA, and it was supposed to extract people with like similar DNA. So basically, just extracted a bunch of like spider people throughout okay. the multiverse and and threw them here. Okay. Because the original plan for this collider was to bring a uh, Kingpin's family back using like their DNA that he had from like like hair like left over from like, right. when they were still alive. Okay, because I was like, I mean, couldn't have anyone been sent through? Like, I was like, why? Is this? Uh, okay, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay, yeah, any, anyone as long as they touch the collider beam. So basically, all of the thir- he basically they they're all aware of the situation. Somebody has to basically send them home. And Miles yeah. is like, well, I'm from here. Obviously, it'll be me. And they can't stay there for too long. They didn't run with this as much as I 
felt like they should. Um, they like how, so Peter Parker, right at the beginning, realized, oh, like he, his body, his DNA, it's not really mixing well with this dimension. Yeah, they're, so they're he, basically like their cells are like slowly like dying and they're like glitching out. And like every time they glitch out, like it, it's kind of like um, they didn't glitch they, out they get, a lot, though. It only happened a yeah, couple times. Yeah, it, it, well, it happens a few times in like the final battle because it's like they've been there for so long. But I kind of forgot about it, kind of. It, yeah, it, but they, as they like, glitch out, they're like, like every time you see them glitch out, like all their like art and like body parts just like drastically changed like 20 different things in like the matter of like 10 seconds. Like, Oh my God, that is horrifying to look at, but also so cool. Like yeah. do that again. <laughs> that, but, so uh, Miles, like, so, sorry, that's happening. But yeah. that's really cool to look at. So they're all suddenly like, Oh my, well, can you do this? Can you do this? Cause he's having powers for like less than two days. Two days. And oh no, oh no, yeah. At this point, he's only had start, for like, like basically a day. beating him up. Like, oh, can you do this? Are you able to do this? And it's like, um, it's been two days. No, he can't. But I thought they were just like shitting on him, kind of for it. Like, like, are you able to do this? Are you able to do this? It's like I think it's very clear. No, he can't. But he's basically the only hope if you want to all go home. Which yeah. I guess they kind of the backup is Peter Parker will stay behind and everyone yeah, else will go home because he cause he's like he doesn't want to go home. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a suicide. It's definitely like a suicide plan if him because st- if he stays. But at this point, he's like got. At this point in his life, he doesn't really have anything to go back to to go home because, like you know, Aunt May's dead. He's divorced from Mary Jane, and according to him, like I, he thinks that like his world would be okay without a Spider Man. Like they would still like push forward. They would still survive. Yeah. Um. um so, but yeah. Before they can even decide that, uh, Miles, Miles discovers that his uncle is oh. the Prowler, and he accidentally leads them back to Aunt May's oh. house, along with a bunch of Kingpin's uh, henchmen. So, we're actually sorry, really quick. Miles, so Miles leaves, and he then goes to his uncle's house, and basically leaves writing him this note, kind of freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I have this thing I gotta do, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it, and just kind of freaking out, and then... He sees in, the prowler. It comes the prowler. Freaks out, yeah. hides, and then see the prowler. I honestly was wondering if maybe the prowler was. I at first I'm like, what if uh, the prowler is Miles in an from an alternate dimension? Like, there's another version of of him that's evil. And then he ta- then it's I don't know. That's kind of what I was thinking. And then he takes off the mask. And then it made it clear, like, oh, it's gonna be Aaron. And then he takes off the mask yeah. and was like, oh, I literally gasped. I was like, oh, like, no way. Um, yeah, um, um, you could imagine. Yeah, but, um, yeah he, he sees that and then he like runs back, but is unaware that his uncle is chasing. Well, I mean, he chases him, but he thought he lost him. So he accidentally leads them back to Aunt May's house with all the other Spider-Men. And they're all fighting. And, Aunt yeah. May's like, can't you guys do this outside? And they won't listen. So then she just beats up one of the... Uh, yeah, she goes toe to toe with Scorpion with a sho- like a broom or a shovel, and it's like, oh my god! And um, this is this anime is a badass. Basically, Prowler gets a hold of Miles, and Miles takes off the mask, and he basically Aaron wasn't gonna do it. He wasn't gonna kill him. Yeah. and then King so, so Kingpin shoots Prowler instead. Yeah. Yay! Origin and story. He then just gets him. So Miles gets him out of there, and they're in this alley. And then what happens? So all cops are on their way already. And then a cop, who is it? Of course, 
it's Miles' dad. And he sees a person Spider-Man in an alley. And then he leaves. And what? It's the body of his brother. It's like. So he thinks he's the killer. Curse you, Spider-Man. And then the rest of them, they all. They all meet up and they're in his dorm room and they're all like, you know, we've all been through this. We are the only ones that can possibly understand what you're going through. Then his roommate shows up and they all hide together on the ceiling. Yeah, (laughs) which was really funny. And then John Mulaney is like, do animals talk in this universe? Because I don't want to freak him out. And then that dude just immediately faints after seeing them and he hears the pig talking. And then they all decide, um, they basically put the roommate to bed and they all decide, like, Miles, you're sitting this out. You're not capable. You're not ready. <laughs> Which, I felt like that's clear that he's not ready. But I don't know. It seemed kind of like they kind of just... I knew, yes, he's not ready. But I felt like other... There needed to... I don't know. I felt like there needed to be kind of... To me, that wasn't... Hadn't, enough hadn't happened that, to get to that decision. They all wanted to leave mine anyway. But I felt like something else needed to happen that was clear that he wasn't ready. Because he hadn't specifically yeah. done anything that made it clear he wasn't ready. Other than that, he's upset that his uncle died, which is like, you know what I mean? So that kind of yeah. bothered me. But um, they all. Like, s- congratulations, you had an origin story death happen to you. So they all decide to leave, and Peter is like, Can you? And Miles is like, No, I want to help. I'm ready. And he's like, No, you're not. Can you do anything on your own? No, he can't. And then he's like, Basically told him, He's like, it's just simply a leap of faith. That is all it is. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have it. You're not doing it. So you can't yeah. come. You're going to get yourself killed. Um, so so they, they web him up to his chair and then his dad shows up and like knocks on his door and is like, basically tells him, like, your uncle's dead. I'm here for you. Like, I see this spark in you. Like you, you have what it takes. Like, I'm proud of you, son. I love you. And it's like, and and he basically just like gives him like this really like heartfelt speech and he leaves and this like inspires miles to like get out of there and goes into like one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Oh yeah. Which is the leap of faith where he like goes to aunt May's house, get, like gets like a costume, like, like, like uh, personalizes it to like make it look like for him. And then jumps off of a building does like his whole web shooter thing. It's like, oh, I'm finally getting the hang of this. I and it's like, yeah, I it's really, such a it's such a cool scene. And it's like, honestly, if you haven't seen the movie, just look up Spider Man into the Spider Verse Leap of Faith on YouTube right now. Pause this podcast. We'll wait. Yeah. Also, I gotta <laughs> say, like, this like sound- three minutes and it's good. I gotta say though, um, this soundtrack for this mu- for this movie is great. It's it really really it's, is. It's it is a lot of rap. But it works. It it's kind of it's yeah. like how there's a lot of wrath in Black Panther. Like it, it, it works. It makes perfect sense, I'm, I'm, and it it's just wait, really there, wait. There's there's rap in Black Panther. I mean, rap. Oh, oh, no, oh, I, I know. Wait, I'm thinking of Pink Panther for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. I had a brain fart, and I was thinking, like, those, no, wait, that's those are like, very no, different. That, it's like no, that's called jazz, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think like, you know jazz rap, like um. Like jazz rap, they're the same thing, right? Um, I mean, wasn't isn't jazz? I remember when like Gatsby came out, and everybody, people, there were people that were mad because there was like hip hop and like rap on like the soundtrack. And I remember one of I my friends, was, one of my friends, was like, "Well, jazz then is kind of like rap now, kind of in that no way." I don't know. 
I thought that was interesting. Anyway. I, I, I honestly have no horse in that race. I'm here to talk about movies. Anyway. <laughs> my, 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 my resume is just movies, not Any, music. Just, that's just on your resume, just movies. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's like you're hired. So there's a couple, I don't know, there's a couple songs in this movie that I really liked and that stuck out for me. Um, and this was one of yeah. them. And so Miles catches up like, with the other spider with, uh, people. Who are like currently like infiltrating like uh, Kingpin's like gala event that he's holding in memory of Spider Man. It's like, yo, me and him were like really good friends. Like, oh, you son of a. All right. And who all of the waiters are dressed as Spider Man, and they're all like, are you, wow, this this is this easy. Which I gotta say, they say that it's easy, and it is. No one really suspects anything, but it's, it's not like, like any of them are dressed. Only Peter Parker is just like the regular Spider Man. All of them are, and maybe Peter Porker. Everyone else is just you know like yeah. also i think they're hiding I, I think they're hiding peter porker like in the dish tray oh no because i don't oh because see- oh. yeah penny parker and her robot are underneath yeah, the like underneath yeah, like a food cart. yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're pretending to be a food cart that has like a like a uh uh the tablecloth over it and i don't know where peter porker is so i just assumed he's in the dinner tray that that peter parker is holding the whole time So peter gets distracted because uh mary jane is there and she walks right up to him and says um we need more breadsticks and he's like i'm sorry i should have been there for you for the with the breadsticks like yeah he's like totally like he's totally like preaching to her like it's like i'm so sorry i was there for you it's like i know you wanted breadsticks even though it's like his, the reason why he uh, divorced from his Mary Jane was she wanted kids and he didn't. Or he said uh, he was scared, which I yeah. feel like makes kind of sense because in his line of work, you know. Yeah. Um, and there, there actually is some like good reason why Spider Man should not have kids because there's oh, this is a really weird thing that they added in the comics, but um. One of the reasons why you don't see like a lot of mention like Spider Man like having kids or like the the children of Spider Man or stuff like that is because they do they die um, or something like they can't survive. No, yes and no, but um, he can't have kids because the person that you know like like the woman that would like have them would not survive it because his material is radioactive. Oh, and pretty much causes oh, cancer and oh, kills them no. before a baby comes to full term. And it's like, why did you feel the need to include this? What? Can it just what? Can it just be like incredible style? You have a baby and then they have they superpowers. Have oh my god, that's so that's horrible. Yeah, seriously, that's that's more horrible than the 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 man spider thing. Where like Spider Man, like his like uh his spider powers start mutating a bit more. So he starts becoming more spider than man. Like he literally grows like an extra set of limbs. And it's like, he, he, I want to see he, that gross. He, he literally has like, I want to say like six arms at one point. Ew! It's like the fly. And the, yeah. And then the punisher has to help fight him off because there's like a bounty on his head or something. There's like a weird what? thing going on at the same time oh of him god. like mutating. The, the storyline. Oh my god, that's that's yeah. Just just that's... just look up like like it's uh it's in like the the 90s Spider-Man series on uh, uh Disney Plus. I'm plugging that a lot right now for some reason, but it keeps coming up, but he literally starts turning into like a human spider. I'm just thinking I'm like 
uh, the, the first Spider-Man movie when he goes to the like wrestling cage thing and yeah. like, I'm the human spider. <laughs> yeah, and I I I love the Tom the Tom McGuire Spider-Man movies because one they're directed by Sam Raimi and I love his work in like the Evil Dead movies with like him and Bruce Campbell. And I really love the fact that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are such good. When bros. I type humans, <laughs> when I type Spider-Man Human Spider, the first thing that comes up is just him in his sad costume. Yeah, his his his. You mean his iconic wrestling costume? Yes. Yeah, but I I love the fact that like Sam Raimi and like Bruce Campbell have been like best <gasps> bros Ew, for, like this entire no. time. Oh my god, stop interrupting me, Mutate. Sam. It's got, it just says mutation disease, and it's got, it's the spider, oh man, ew. Yeah, ew. yeah. Okay. Google that, Google, Google that one, folks. But yeah, I, I just love the fact that, like, Sam Raimi just includes Bruce Campbell in, like, all of the Spider-Man movies. Oh god, okay. Okay, um. Yeah, that's the only thought that I was trying to get out. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, they are, they're in the, they infiltrate Success, they successfully infiltrate the uh, ball party, whatever that Kingpin is throwing, and then um, I just they make their way down to like yes. the, the collider, and it's like it's a trap. Doc Ock's there, and Scorpion's there, and Tombstone's there, and then, uh, literally um, everyone but uh, uh, Hobgoblin or a uh, uh, Green Goblin Hob- for some reason <laughs> is there. Um, so everything basically they're they're fighting it off and everyone above is feeling it um everything's like crazy and and yeah everyone's the out. Collider, it, seems, it seems kind of just like everyone thinks it's just like an earthquake where yeah weird other the, things the, the, are the happening. Col- yeah yeah the collider basically just like starts slowly fusing all the dimensions together and it's like a really cool like trippy kind of visual like thing that they're doing of like combining like all these like different things that are just like all these different like visual like animation elements that are just widely different styles and it's really cool to see and they even acknowledge that they're like this is terrible like it's cool but it's like um, it's like this is really cool to watch but terrible for it to happen um then uh miles shows up and they're all fighting doc ock and king and scorpion and and they and then um Unfortunately, the Penny Penny Parkers the the robot starts to malfunction and basically dies. Um, no, it doesn't Scorpio, malfunction. Scorpion just straight up just destroys yeah. that but robot. But then the, the the spider comes out, and I'm like, oh well, the spider isn't the spider the thing that she has the connection with. So yeah, well, the, the spider was just controlling the robot. And so she's like, oh, she's crying, which I'm like, I get why you're sad, but you have the spider, so I think you can fix this. but yeah they're they're all fighting and uh i gotta say they managed to like i was like oh i got the goober working i got the flash drive and they he plugs it in and he gets like everyone back home but like peter parker's like no you can't fight kingpin on your own it's like you'll die it's like no i can't let peter i can't let spider-man die it's like neither can i so he like like finally convinces him to like go back to his home he's like it's like how do i know i'm making the right choice you don't it's a leap of faith and then he like You're throws like, ah. him in his own dimension um, it's like not bad kid i gotta say peter porker riding on spider uh spider-man noir's back it's just kind of reminded me of like when rocket and uh uh, uh winter soldier Groot. team up in oh yeah in in infinity war just gotta maybe or, or thor i guess i don't know any of 
Rocket and any of them really, but it just, I don't know, <laughs> that was just the image I was having when I was watching that. But anyway, yeah, so everybody goes back yeah. to their dimension and now it's just Miles versus Kingpin. And yeah, uh, they're fighting through like this, like chaotic, like a maelstrom that the, the colliders created. And then they end up fighting in like this subway that just shows up out of nowhere. Cause like all these like buildings and cars keep showing up. And as they're fighting in the subway, he has like miles like pinned up against the wall and it's like about to like like about to kill him basically in like a similar fashion that he was going to kill spider-man when his wife and son saw him and a bunch of versions of his wife and son in the subway car see him and then they run away in terror of like what has my husband become and it's like now this kingpin is blaming that spider-man is like no you took my family away from me i have nothing now i'm gonna kill you also side note while this is going on so miles's dad uh uh, he's you know answering he was uh, being a first responder and he's yeah, in the building and he's watching all this and he you know hated wasn't a big fan of spider-man also thinks spider-man killed his brother and then is watching yeah. this fight and he's just like come on come on and then miles is aware that his dad's watching and definitely that's yeah. something that helps and uh oh yeah so kingpin tries to like smash him the way he did spider-man in the beginning and yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't which, die. Yeah, it's like it, it it doesn't kill him, and it just like it's like he kind of like has like the surge of like inspirational music. It's like it's like you know the one thing about Spider Man is like no matter how many times you get knocked down, no matter how many times you get beat, Spider Man always gets back up. And then it's like he gets up and like puts his like hand on like Kingpin. Is like, hey, you know the shoulder touch move? It's like what? Hey, and then he executes him. <laughs> That was great. That was a nice tie-in. Um, yeah. And and that causes like the whole collider to like short out and explode, and he saves the entire multiverse. Hooray! And he calls his dad and rekindles that relationship, and then hugs him as Spider-Man and, as and Spider-Man, tells him, "I love like, you." He does like a whole little like deep voice. He's like, "Sir, uh, gonna be good work with you." And he hugs him, and he's like, "I love you." And he's like, "Wait, what?" And then he just leaves. And then <laughs> yeah. we're seeing, you know, life's better. And he now is forced to befriend his roommate who, you know, saw him with a bunch of other Spider-Man, which I kind of thought, I'm surprised they didn't try to, I mean, I'm all for that. Fine. I just thought like, I'm surprised they didn't try to convince him. Like, no, uh, it it was weird. They were just hanging out or they, I'm trying to come up with some lame excuse. He's just like, no, whatever. It was all a dream because you were reading too many comic books. Which I was like wondering, is this supposed, is this going to be, it's like, oh, is it like Ned from Homecoming and Far Away? I, I guess so. I honestly don't know who that character is because I don't know Miles Morales's like storyline. Yeah, I, I I don't know like his whole like backstory or like origin aside from this movie that well. I only hope because everybody deserves a Ned. Ned's a seriously. Ned's a that's a an amazing a beautiful specimen. <laughs> um, <You> re- <laughs> okay, no, just like Odd way in to his, put it, but no, true. in his like I just like the in his loyalty to his friend and the part where he's trying to track him and track uh uh the vulture in homecoming and the teacher comes in yeah why why are you in here there's a school dance he's just like like, um it's like watching uh, i'm watching porn porn. (laughs) it's like all right (laughs) go for it go for um, it bud so yeah everything's going a lot better now and he's finally kind of embraced it and then while i'm watching this i get a text from you saying by the way, there's post credit scenes. It's like, of course there is. Um, yeah. So and so the in the very beginning, the Spider-Man that we meet, the first one, the one who dies, 
is Chris Pine is the voice actor. And yeah. the one that we're with the rest of the movie is Jake Johnson. And I knew Jake Johnson was in this movie, but when I'm hearing, I'm like, this is Chris Pine. This is clearly Chris Pine. And then we meet yeah. the next one. I'm like, okay, now it sounds like Jake Johnson. I was so mixed up because there's all these different Spider-Man <laughs> that they all have different voices. So I had to look like, okay. Yeah. So I guess the, basically all of them made it back home and it's very, yeah. it's not the end of them. But I'm like, also like, so is this Spider-Man? This version of Spider-Man also we're going to get? I felt yeah. it was an interesting uh, ex- uh, post credit scene because I felt like yeah, it was, that, I don't know. I, the, I, the post credit scene, is, it, it, I, the post credit scene, I, I think it's supposed to be like Spider-Man like 2047. It's basically like Spider-Man from the future. It's, oh, like, that right, version, right. it's like that version of like Peter Parker of like, like, like Spider-Man's like all grown up and he's like super mature and he's like refined his like superheroing and, uh, he they they like heavily hint at uh, a sequel and oh, that no, sequel I has actually is. been con- yeah, oh yeah no that that sequel is just straight up been confirmed like a while ago i went on and really yeah and i was looking up on that. imdb and it said like into the spider verse 2 and i'm like yay yeah yeah no that's that's already in the works right now i have no idea when that's supposed to be coming out because animation movies take a while to make and if it's going to be anything like this one, it's going to take a while because you know how long they put so much. I honestly don't remember how long it took them to make Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but I I would be very surprised if they, if, if they put the same level of dedication as they did into this, as they do into the sequel, this movie is going to be phenomenal because the amount of like visual, like sight, like Easter eggs and like eye candy that they had in this movie was spectacular like i really like in the background like you see like a bank that's just called the the trust us bank i typed and i just thought that was sorry. i just thought that was really funny <laughs> i typed how long did it take to make spider-man into the spider-verse and it just said an hour and 56 minutes that's the running time <laughs> and i'm like i don't i don't no, think no, so no, no no that's how long it took to make that's that's wow the internet doesn't lie um yeah i think definitely so final final verdict i think this is definitely worth your time it's really interesting yeah. it's a really interesting concept and premise but also just the animation yeah. is so cool and so different yeah. like it could yeah. have been just like any other animation but they it's like a comic they, they, book and they, it's they, perfect yeah. they, they want the extra mile to make it seem as much as a comic book as possible and mix it with all these other different type of like comic book like uh art styles with like looney tunes and anime and like graphic noir and like pastel colors with like uh, spider gwen and like it, it's just a really cool way how they were able to or- incorporate and all those different styles and mesh them so perfectly together you're definitely aware of it in the beginning that that there is i feel like anytime any unfamiliar or different animation you're aware of it but then you it's just you get over it um so yeah. i'm like in the beginning i was very aware of like whoa this is just so cool and then i just it was i stopped noticing it <laughs> I mean, I noticed it, but I was just like, it just became part of it. Like, I wasn't like as, I wasn't only paying attention to the animation. I mean, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, this is. But yeah, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of Spider-Man or animation in any form or all forms, then definitely give this a watch. This thing definitely deserves your praise. Uh, I mean, this thing did not win Best Animation Feature for the Oscars and Golden Globes for a reason. And it has a. On on Flickster, uh, it has a score of from critics ninety seven percent. 
and yes. audience is 93, but a yeah, this, this is probably, this is probably like my second favorite, uh, animated superhero movie. Followed by what? Followed by what? Like what else? Uh, we'll find out on another episode. Oh, <laughs> this has been movie real. I'm Kevin Tracy. And I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And thank you for listening. Um, Please like and subscribe and feel free to rate us. Only nice things. We I have yeah. thin skin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Leave a suggestion on what we should review next. Bye. Bye.